Welcome to the Shitposter.club anime review podcast. I am Dad, your host. With me is Cool Boy Mew. Hey. And Full Metal. What's up? We're here to discuss Mew's best anime of the decade, starting with summer 2018. Well, we're nearly done. I think just a few episodes after that and we're done. Did, yeah, almost did, did, finished. Did we do uh, 2020 yet? or No, I don't think so. Uh, no, I think near the end of the year, you just had me watch a couple of shows, including Talentless Nana, which was great. But uh, we can do the whole the whole year properly. Okay, perfect. If we have to do the whole year, we, we'll finish with that then. Yeah. Then I can take control back of my podcast. Yeah, but then we still have to um, to do um, every new season. I mean, in a yep. few weeks, we shall do uh, the preview of the season that's going on. And then, of course, uh, there's uh, the whole year at the end of the year. So it's like five episodes per year on that. <laughs> yeah. I suppose that's not asking too much. No, I like looking at new stuff, and I usually don't know where to start, but you always have good recommendations. Even, yeah. the, even the idle shit is sometimes decent. <laughs> so, yeah, there's idle shit this time, too. <laughs> All right, so it's summer 2018. So, as usual, we start with the shout-out. So, Shingeki no Kyojin 3, Attack on Titan Season 3. Nothing else to say about that It's Season 3. Three. If you're already watching at this point, you're you, you don't need to be convinced. Yeah, this is where stuff starts getting <laughs> crazier in the story. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive how the author managed to cram like multiple big reveals and shocking twists into every single chapter. Uh, I, I'm, I feel I'm, like I'm the only so one who doesn't like Attack on Titan. You don't like it? No, I couldn't get into it. I've watched like I think three seasons of it. Oh, I I, I think it's season just... three is is where uh, the 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 big reveal happens. No. Yeah, everyone hyped it up, and I was like, "All right, I'll give it. I'll give this show one more chance." And then I saw the reveal. And I was like, "Nah." Okay. Didn't impress me. <laughs> but that's just like me. It. If you like it, I no judgment. Uh, yeah, you mean the reveal that the Titans are actually Jews? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I I did like the early chapters of Attack on Titan better when it was more of a horror series before it became Meat Mecha. Yeah, yeah that, that was uh, there was a lot of really strange shift, but. Uh... I'm still liking it so far. I have yet to see the ending everyone is complaining about, but that's that's coming this winter. Yeah, we'll review that when it comes up. For sure. I have a couple things to say about it, but it can wait. All right, so uh, moving on to Asobi Asobaze. Yeah, the English title is Workshop of Fun, and you had us watch an episode of this. So th- there's a synopsis. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's just read the synopsis. The, the story revolves around three classmates who play traditional and board and card games. Kesu is smart, serious, and is good at games, but hates them because she 
always lost to her big to her older sister and was forced to do chores while growing up. She's also extremely bad at English. Uh, Olivia is a beautiful girl of American descent, but she was raised in Japan and she only pretends to be bad at Japanese. Anako is a girl who wears her hair and a pigtail as a bright personality, but still can't manage to become the kind of normal person she wants to be. It's um, it's a good synopsis and not a good synopsis at the same time. Well, this synopsis, the opening song, the art style, all of it is designed to distract you from the fact that this is not a boring slice of life story. It's actually I, it's more like yeah, a hoker. I, I almost I was like, oh goddamn, not another slice of life, <laughs> Mew. But then after a little while, the joke started rolling. I'm like, okay, this is actually really funny. Yeah. The, um, Let's just say that the, the the opening is an absolute lie. Yes. As soon as it started, it became like Aho Girl. It's this rapid fire, high energy barrage of anime tropes, overreactions, and art style shifts. I like this one even better. I watched several episodes. Yeah, the, the, this one was really fucking good. It's it's an awesome comedy, and it gets yeah, even it gets even I'm crazier. I'm watch more. You sure? You sure? It's a really good comedy. Yeah, I I really like the character Olivia. I like the idea that <laughs> she pretends to speak English and like she's this cultured American. Meanwhile, she was actually raised in Japan. She knows nothing about America, and she's pretty bad at English and Japanese. She's terrible. Yeah, she's not even good at Japanese, even though she was raised there. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it's it's a fantastic comedy and I really recommend it. Uh, moving on to Overlord season three, it's more it's more Overlord. Uh, this time there's uh, less lizards. Yes, less lizard sex. <laughs> Is this the season where um, we have uh, some backstory uh, and some focus on the butler guy? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, demiurge. It's, you know, it was a while. No, uh, no, no I not seen this in a while, I, but yeah. I mean the 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 guy who literally looks like a human butler. Oh yeah, I know the guy. Um. Yeah, sir. I don't yeah, remember. He got his a little name. bit of screen time for some reason. Yeah, yeah, but but his arc was pretty good. I, I remember actually yeah, loving bad. that part. I yeah. believe this is this yeah. season. Yeah, where he adopts a human girl who's been abused and. He fixes yes. her up. Yes, yes, I actually love that part. But yeah, I don't know how you unbeat a child, but I give him an A for effort. <laughs> yeah, magic, literal how, magic. How, how you what? What what do you say? Unbeat a child. Okay, <laughs> unbeat a child. Yeah, magic. Yeah, Overlord is friendship. Overlord's one of the best isekais. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely I, one of the better ones, though. It, it has moments where it's kind of boring. I'll yeah, be the, the, the lizards. <laughs> yeah, the lizard arc was shit. Yeah, that, that, the problem is that this, it lasted too darn long. Yeah, it was too long for characters that you really don't care that much about and aren't really that relevant later on. Mm. Yeah, plus I read it in manga form, so oh. it went by faster. Yeah, yeah, it was probably better. But yeah, Overlord, I can't wait for season four with it, which has been announced, I believe. It's yeah. been announced. I'm so, hyped. So let's look forward to that. So moving on to Happy Sugar Life. Yeah, can you read the synopsis of that? All right. 
Sato Matsuzaka is a beautiful high schooler who has a reputation for being permissive with men. However, a chance encounter with a young girl named Shio Kobe makes Sato realize that this is her first and only true feeling of love. Telling others that she lives with her aunt, Sato secretly shares an apartment with Shio. Despite her innocent appearance, Sato is willing to do anything to protect her beloved, resorting to desperate measures to ensure that their happy sugar life remains intact. This is pedo shit. <laughs> Actually, the, the, there's nothing really weird going on, if I recall correctly, other than the main character truly loves the little girl. However, this is Yandere shit. So the main character is an absolute Yandere. For fuck's sake. I have to give that one a pass. <laughs> it, it was actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, this looks disturbing in all the wrong ways. <laughs> all right, so moving on then. All right, next is High Score Girl. High Score Girl. Uh, did, did you read the manga of that? A uh, little bit. So the, the anime is uh, 3D CG, but uh, it's actually not bad. So, all right, I'll, I'll just read the synopsis. The year, the year is 1991, and sixth grader Yaguchi Aru only has video games to live for. He's not popular in school, and he's neither handsome, funny, nice, or even friendly. The only thing he has going for him is that he is good at video games. One day at the local arcade, he play Ono Akira, a, f- a fellow ca- classmate, uh, who's popular, smart, pretty, and a rich girl that absolutely destroys him at Street Fighter 2. Not only does he lose to her 30 times in a row, he can't beat her at any games. Ario can't seem to shake Akira off as she follows him from arcade to arcade every day after school and beats him every time. As weird as it sounds, the odd couple begins a strange bond and friendship. So uh, basically, basically, this is this is a really awesome uh, history of uh, fighting games and arcade and the nineties, and uh, the characters actually grows up during the story. They they actually goes from middle school to high school, and you actually see the transition from. Um, from let's just say the, the Nintendo um, era, I don't remember which number again it was to Turbo Graphics 16 to like the, the fucking Saturn. So you actually see the characters grow up and the games along with it. So it's it's kind of fucking awesome. Yeah, I was gonna cool. I was gonna say the art has Dark Stock Dark Stalkers characters, and I think the first game came out in '94. Uh, yeah, there's about something like it shows at least 30 real games. Yeah, I wonder how they got the licensing to it. Uh, I think this is licensed by Square. Is it? Is it? Uh, l- let me check. By I think this is by Square Enix. So maybe uh, who's the publisher for this? It's not in fucking. Uh... Yeah, any list doesn't say. That's not useful. Uh, let me check. So, high score girl manga. Hmm. 
Big Gan Gan, I think this is Square Enix. Ah, let me check Wikipedia now. <laughs> Not useful. Yeah, it's owned by Square Enix. However, these are not Square Enix games, but since Square Enix is in video games, maybe then it's actually easier to show video games, but... Or maybe they made a deal with Capcom. Like, we'll say nice things about a lot of your old games if you <laughs> just let us depict them. Yeah, but what's crazy is that it's not just Capcom. You, you see... Um, uh... I don't think there was an S, but there was a TurboGrafx-16, there was a Saturn. At some point, there's actually a Super Nintendo. So that that, that is a shitload of company. Yeah, it's impressive that they legally managed to cover all of this stuff. Yeah, so uh, it, it's really awesome. I really recommend it, despite the 3D CG. Shit, when I was a kid, I wish I had a wish I had a rich girl following me around and play video games with me. God, she, they, she, yeah, this kind of seems like somebody's wish fulfillment, right? Absolutely, and that's what's great about it. I can respect it. Because in a way, this is actually kind of a romance anime in one way or another, and, and man, this is so fucking good. It, if if you like video games, like I'm not even a fighting game player, and you gotta watch this. If you like fighting games, you absolutely gotta watch this. Yeah, I do enjoy fighting games quite a bit. Yeah, you you, you gotta watch this, or or read it at least. I don't know. It's definitely on my list. All right. So, anything else to say about it? No. Let's move on. Moving on to Yamano Susume third season. So it's more uh, gir girl climbing mountain trail. Uh, th th this season was kind of a bummer because. Uh, Did one of the girls fall off and die? <laughs> no, no. It just. Well, that that would have been exciting. Uh, it, it just that the, the two big friends are like not together for a, a lot of episodes during this. And, and it's not like. It's not much about the uh, the trail anymore, which kind of sucks. Yeah, from but, what you've said, the first two seasons have a lot of scenery porn. Yeah, but but the, uh, this is also pretty, but I just didn't like it as much as the uh, other season. Oh, what was so bad about it? But like I say, the, the two friends are not... Um, I think they have a falling out or some shit. And uh, it's not, you don't see much mountain trails anymore. And this season, there's not an amazing amount of them. And it just, it just kind of eh compared to the other season. It's, it's one of those situations where I feel like the, the, the plot got in the way. Yeah, any list lists as, as a seinen series. Yeah, it's possible. The, the, the thing about demographics is that it's kind of really strange. Is that um, it depends on which ma magazine it was, and uh, it, it doesn't mean much, honestly. Right. Some, I mean, you think that will be a, a shoujo, but no, you think it will be at least a shonen. No, it's a seinen. Why? I don't fucking know. There, there's nothing in this that screams seinen. Nothing. 
there's no violence. There's no like fan fan service or anything. Maybe the manga does. I don't know, but at but least not the anime. Be. No, no, no. The, the the girls are too small for. Uh, I I don't want fan service out of this show. I was hoping they would like fist fight each other on the edge of a cliff. <laughs> it's it's not a battle shonen. Yeah, maybe it could be. Maybe the author of the manga is famous for doing seinen, and he just appeared in the same manga, or the same magazine with his new Could manga. Be. Maybe, but uh, like I say, the, the demographics are not like a hard, a hard, hard, hard um, indication of what the show will be like. Right. But anyways, moving on. Uh, so for the next three seasons, I still have a lots of drops, unfortunately. So I'm just gonna go through them quickly. Free drive dive to the future, season three of free. I just call I just call and take it anymore. Was it Why did you watch the you? first two seasons of free? Hmm? Yeah, was Why it... did you watch the first two seasons of yeah, free? Yeah, I did. I, I was just not interested in the third season. Uh, like I said several times, uh, QE. Their season two sucks. And that's true. Uh, season two of three was not super great. So I, I just didn't feel like watching season three. However, I just recently discovered that after season three, there's a movie and then it's over. The, the, the series is actually concluded. So maybe I should watch it eventually. Ugh. Did he drop the third season because it was too gay for you, or what? No, I just didn't feel like it. I, I, I didn't quite like season two, and I was like, Ugh, I'm not going to watch season three. It wasn't as tantalizing as the first two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, season one is actually pretty great, but, but then season two, like I, I already didn't like the drama in the show, and uh, the, the drama in season two just is like... <sighs> Just, I didn't like it. I, I just that like forced it. drama that a lot of anime do, where it's just like a misunderstood, uh, just like a stupid misunderstanding, yeah. which could be easily resolved with just talking to them like a normal person. I, I actually, I believe it actually does this. This is the kind of drama that pisses me off. And uh, not only this, but th- this is kind of like really weird rival drama between two characters that just as you say doesn't fucking talk to each other and it's just dumb and i hate it maybe it's a japanese thing because they're so passive aggressive maybe i see it in western sitcoms all the time too yeah yeah i was gonna mention this there is a lot of garbage drama in the west if you lived in the last 20 years uh uh, you, you know, during the day, there used to be a lot of shows for housewives. Yeah, so and, 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 yeah. and that's clu- daytime television. Yeah, but... And it's clu- all shit drama. And, yeah, and including also shit movies. You know, movies that they will air, not air at any other time. They're, they're shit drama movies. Yeah, I've always hated that shit. D- drama is probably one of my... F- least favorite jar because as i said a bad comedy is actually watchable a bad drama is just painful however that's my opinion i know that there's people that just 
heat fucking drama. To, to be fair, a bad drama can be a good comedy. Yeah, like yeah. the room. It's yeah, it's really a matter of perspective. Yeah, yeah, but that's because it's a fucking disaster. <laughs> that's that's a rare disaster. Like it's a rare disaster that was so disastrous it becomes funny. But otherwise, most drama are, are just kind of shit. They're just kind of not fun to watch at all. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, j just moving on to uh, my my other drop shit. Uh, Island. I was just not interested. Island. Nothing to say about it. It just didn't catch my interest. Also, the visual novel is on Steam. It's probably better than the anime. Yeah, I don't have the patience for visual novels. I quite like visual novels, but the fucking hell they're long. They're really long. Yeah, I tend to lose patience, too. Uh, did you play that short little shitty visual novel I made for Moon a few years ago? No, I, I didn't have time. Oh, uh, you can beat it in five minutes. It was just a test. Oh, all right. Link it to me again. Uh, I'll probably do it tonight or tomorrow then. Sure. All right. So moving on to Arukana Receive. Uh, it's it's a it's a volleyball sports anime. Didn't catch my interest. Uh, another drop is Lupin the Third Part Five. Uh, and this one, uh, if I recall correctly, it's the one where uh, Lupin still attempt to steal fucking bitcoin <laughs> yes so you break into someone's house and steal their computer with the wallet on it or no i was just gonna it, say that it's a biggie heist and i don't know i just i just lost interest yeah i've seen into a discord moderator's house <laughs> gets past all the tranny and child porn shit and looks for their <laughs> bitcoin stash yeah, I don't know. Fuck this one. Anyways, let's move on to anime of the season. Number three, Isekai Mao to Shokan Shoujo no Dore Majutsu. Yeah, I watched an episode of this like you recommended. So what did you think of it? Uh, let, 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 sorry, read the synopsis first. All right. In the MMORPG Cross Reverie, Takumu Sakamoto is so powerful that he is lauded as the Demon Lord by other players. One day he is summoned to another world, but with the same appearance he had in the game. There he meets two girls who both proclaim themselves to be his summoner. They had performed an enslavement ritual to turn him into their summon, but that's when Takuma's passive ability activated. Instead, it was the girls who had become enslaved. Though Takuma may have been the strongest sorcerer there was, he had no idea how to talk with other people. That's when he makes his choice, to act based on his persona from the game. Amazing, but of course I am Diablo, the being known and feared as the Demon Lord. So it begins a tale of adventure with an earth-shakingly powerful Demon Lord, or at least someone who acts like one, taking on another world. So yeah, this is this is another one of those shows where you have some uh, badass that's overpowered, and uh, well, he ends up acting like a badass. However, in this one, if you're expecting a lot of fights like the other ones, you'll be disappointed. There's less fights, but there's still plenty of moment for uh, Diablo to show himself as uh, the badass he is. However, 
and season two, there's actually a little bit more fights. But uh, in this one, uh, the bigger focus is the edgy. It's much yeah, this, more edgy than the other shows. Yeah, this is a series. I've actually watched both seasons of this show. Nice. Um, it's it's yeah. I I liked it for the most part, but it is pretty generic isekai. It's got decent edgy though. Yeah, it got it got above average edgy. It's I'd say. And uh, well, it, it, I, I, I wouldn't put it with the Isekai jar, I would more put it with um, the overpowered protagonist uh, jar, uh, the, the ones that actually do something compared to the fucking Death March anime. The, the dude is all powerful, but hey, it's a slice of life, fuck this. And this one, Diablo, actually gets to be awesome. This show does do something that I find kind of annoying. That trope mm-hmm. where the main character cries every time he sees a pussy. Yeah, yeah, that's. It gets kind of annoying. It's like, yeah, what, yeah, 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 I can get it. But like, women are literally throwing themselves on you and like, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Yeah, no? it's one of those shows that do this. So what, what do you think that did, did you watch an episode? Yeah, I watched an episode, but the isekai genre is so oversaturated, but at least this one has huge jiggling anime tits. Yeah, I actually have, um, uh, you know, the the elf Shira? I have a, a B-style figurine of her. It cost that me doesn't like, surprise me. It, it she me is a titty monster. She is a titty monster. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I noticed pretty, this was... I'm pretty sure her tits are bigger than her head. As they should be, but this was similar to As Overlord. God intended. Yes, it's similar to Overlord because uh, it has an overpowered isekai protagonist who who pretends to be evil to maintain his reputation. Yeah, but, but and this one Diablo, um, he pretends to be evil, but he ends up being like the man of the situation every single time. Yeah, it's a comedy, more like Konosuba. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it, kind of it, like it, a discount Overlord meets a discount Konosuba. Yes, actually, it's like a mix of all of these, including more Echi, and it's great. Yeah, it, it it's okay. Yeah, if I know that sounds intriguing. You might like it. I noticed that the protagonist used the most insulting methods of speech possible, even as he repeatedly saves people. Yeah, he he talks very informally, but like incredibly informally. But yeah, don't talk like this in real life, or real Japanese people will think you are insane. But but like everyone fucking ignores them. Like he he does he does his um his fucking demon lord spiel, and nobody minds. Absolutely nobody. It's a fantasy world. They're probably <laughs> used to people giving epic speeches all the time. <laughs> Anyways, anything else to say about it? Uh, I also noticed it had that irritating cliche of uh, demi-humans who get oppressed by humans for no good reason. Yeah, I, yeah. Th- th- this is uh, extremely present and 
happens all the freaking time. It's, yeah, it's in almost every fantasy thing now, and it gets kind of old. Who started this? Like, where's this? Skyrim. Uh, you can see shades of it in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, uh, yeah. Depending on the writer, they might have, like, uh, orcs or elves, especially half-elves, or outcasts in human society. And humans are the default because the, the books are written by humans. Yeah, S- S- Skyrim might actually be a good answer. Yeah, I feel like it kind of popularized it with the whole, like, Khajiit Argonian thing. Mm. Alright, so moving on to second anime of the season, Steins Gate Zero. Even if this is second anime of the season, th- this one was kind of a bummer, but it had a good reason for being a bummer. But I... I I can't say much about it without spoiling it entirely and without spoiling the first season. Yeah, I still need to watch Steins Gate. It's very high on my list of stuff to watch because I've heard nothing but good things about it and I like well-written time travel stories. And I like John Titor. Oh, yeah, you gotta watch Steins Gate already. But uh, Steins Gate Zero, not as good. Kind of a bummer, but it still was pretty good. It's more Shine's Gate. Uh, of course, it, it will never like it, it. will never compare to the original, but I think this is a pretty good attempt. Uh, I have yet to pick the visual novel, but apparently this has much more branching paths and uh, an ending than the original. So. Also, this might be why this were the anime wasn't as tight because the original Shine Gate, there's almost no choices. Uh, basically, every time there is a major choice, it's either an ending or it continues the story. So, uh, it was extremely easy for the anime to adapt everything. Yeah, the Steins Gate seems like a franchise that once I get into it, I'll get obsessed and won't be able to shut up about it. <laughs> you sure? I-, I want you to talk about it. Well, we will eventually, but once we're done with your anime of the decade, I want want both of you to start reading some old, fucked up manga. Alright, but g- g- give me some time. G- g- give me some time. D- don't give me, like... Fucking 200 chapter for, for one week. I won't be able to do that. All right, you got to read all 130 volumes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure <laughs> by next yeah, week. Yeah, that, that, that that's too much. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to anime of the season, Shoujo Kagiki Review Starlight. The franchise centers on Starlight, the song and dance review troupe loved throughout the world. Karen and Ikari makes a promise with each other when they're young that one day they'll stand on, the, on that stage together. Time passes, and now the girls are 16 years old. Karen is very enthusiastic about the lessons she takes every day, holding her promise close to her heart. Ikari has transferred school and is now away from Karen, but the cogs of fate turns, and the two are destined 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 to meet again i can't pronounce that word (laughs) the girls and other stage girls will compete in a mysterious audition 
a process to gain acceptance and to the review. All right, so finally, the synopsis. Uh, I found this pretty boring, to be honest. I watched it at 1.5 speed. Yeah, I actually almost dropped episode one until uh, the end. Everyone online was like, was like, you gotta watch this, you gotta watch this. But watch it until the end. I was like, man, this is nothing special until the end. It changes everything. It changes the entire series. Yeah. Well, when watching it, I was thinking, I need more than just cute girls dancing for me to be entertained. But uh, toward, yeah, towards the end of the episode, it got a lot more stylish, more resembling a combat anime. Yeah, actually, this is a combat anime, in a way. Uh, so, we'll just spoil the first episode. It's not one of those, like, massive spoilers. So, yeah, something happens. Uh, there's a mysterious invitation and an elevator uh, to somewhere that, appear, that appears. And then they meet a giraffe. I, yeah, I, yeah. There's I, a talking I, giraffe. I, 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 don't, I don't know why a giraffe. Like, I don't get the symbolism here, but whatever. And then it ends up that um, they're going to participate in a contest. And you have these battle songs that, that they're fucking awesome. And every girl has some kind of weapon uh, with them. Uh, th there's also some sort of introduction to the, ba to the battle song that are just fucking fantastic and then the song themselves are just great and they, they wear some sort of cape and with their weapon they have to decape uh, the the other singer and this is just amazing these battle songs get better and better and better as the um, episode goes on and then somewhere around i don't know episode 10 9 or something uh um, uh, Ikari takes uh, the center stage and my god her song is it's just phenomenal and this is why this is anime of the season you really gotta give it uh, the three episode rule because uh, you will probably watch it and be like what's special about it but you really gotta continue watching it oh, you think the music is that good Yes, I actually fucking love it. All right, uh, pick one song from it. I'll play it at the beginning or end of this episode. It, you can you can do it later. The, the the problem is not it's not the song itself, but it's it's the animation, it's the build up, it's everything that led to it. So I can just show the song. It just I see. everything together that that makes it fucking amazing. Like, when I when I when I tell you that uh, the Ikari episode is this good, I I watched the song like ten times in a row. Damn. Well, my interest was increasing towards the end of the first episode as it got crazier and the talking giraffe showed up. But yeah. So, so if I do watch and. An idol shit series. This will probably be it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. So, anything else about it? 
I kind of had the same opinion as dad, more or less. I kind of lost it. I was lost most of the episode. Just I didn't care. And then at the end, it was like, okay, that's kind of interesting. But I don't know if it's enough to pick it up for more. But if you say it is, I'll 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 give it the three episode rule. Sure. Sure. That That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, I'll add it to my gigantic list of stuff you've already recommended. So, all right. Now moving on to Lemon of the Season. Jeshin uh, Chan dropkick. Uh, okay, all right. So uh, problem number one, it it apparently doesn't even start at the beginning of the manga. The, the, this, this is not a, a, an amazing problem because it's a gag comedy, but uh, it, it kind of ran out of joke um, episode one. Like the jokes that you see on episode one, that the whole show. So it's inferior to Monster Musume and that Centaur Nazi one we covered. <laughs> it's a different, uh, they're different kind of shows. I'd say because it involve it it uh, involve uh, angel and demon, I'd probably compare it to Gabri- to Gabriel Dropout. And okay. Gabriel Dropout was much fucking better than this. Yeah, this one doesn't even ha- have the decency to make its monster girls titty monsters. <laughs> yeah, and this shit got three seasons. I-, I don't know if the third season aired yet. But I, I can't fucking believe it. I legit can't... F- oh, yeah, the-, the third season is coming in 2022. Uh, maybe the director bribed the right people or kissed the right asses. Yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know, man. This is just, this is it's just insulting because the bad comedy gets three season and the good shit, fuck you. That that just pisses me off. It, but but it constantly uh, baffles me what gets adapted and what doesn't. Yeah, I know, right. And how badly sometimes things get adapted. Like uh, Berserk. What, yeah, I'm what, never going to stop being ass mad about 2016 Berserk. What's even crazier is that um, uh, Chivalry of a Failed Knight. You, you, you remember that one? I yeah. remember. Uh, Dad? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, uh, and the same season, there was an extremely similar show called... Uh, Asterix Wars, I believe. Yep. Uh, apparently, Asterix Wars was absolute garbage. Yeah, I saw both. Asterix Wars was shit. Yeah. But Chivalry and, and, of a Failed Knight. I watched all of that. That was actually a solid one. Yeah. But it Asterix, didn't get a second season, but Asterix I, War did. Yep, exactly. Pisses you off, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, I'm still mad about it. Oh, for a second, I thought you said Asterix. No, the French comic? No, no. No, no, asterisk, the little star symbol. It's somewhat pronounced the same way. But yeah, that's it for summer uh, 2018. Now moving on to fall 2018. Uh, Sorry, 2018. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. So let's start with a shout out. Okay, this is Gaikotu Shotenin Honda-san. Yes, this is a short. I, I swear, I-, I believe this is one like that that everyone watch. Yeah, I- I've never heard of this. And 
Never seen it. I either. keep seeing memes of it. That that's strange. I don't see a lot of memes of it. I don't see so much now, but when it came out, I saw like, oh, screenshots yes, yes. and stuff. Yes, well, when it came out, it it was pretty popular actually. But anyways, so, I'll so, just start with the synopsis before we say any more. So, uh, undead son is at war with business, with out of print books, and with people who love manga. Who knew there were so many lofts to be found at the manga counter of a bookstore? There are day-to-day happenings that takes place at a certain bookstore where the love of manga is abundant. So yeah, this is a short about monster people. I don't know why they're drawn that way for for comedy, probably. Uh, That works at, uh, I believe, a Naki uh, Habara bookstore. And this is their everyday life. So is the protagonist an actual skeleton? No. Or we, we, well, is it, or is it yes. just a visual flair to add to the comedy? I think it's a visual flair. Be, be, because I believe uh, the short stories are actually uh, the stories of the mangaka. He was the bookstore. Oh, he, 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 he was on that son. And he was an actual skeleton. No, I, I don't believe so, but yeah. He's part skeleton. We'll say that. <laughs> it, I suppose that's accurate. Well, isn't isn't everyone part skeleton technically? Yes, that is the joke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, this is a pretty good one. Uh, it's a funny comedy. It's uh, it's pretty interesting, and it was great. And can't be shown in China. Oh no! Why? Oh, they have laws against depicting skeletons and uh, really? various undead creatures. Yeah, this, this in, is weird. Yeah, in League of Legends, there's a character who's a lich, so he's yeah. just a skeleton wearing robes. And uh, for the Chinese edition, they had to change him to a guy wearing a uh, wearing a mask. Hmm. Strange. Anyways, anything else to say about it? No. It uh, might be amusing, but you've recommended over 9,000 different slice-of-life animes. And aside well, from the it, skeleton, this doesn't I, stand out. I, I'd say this is more of a comedy than a slice-of-life, but whatever. It, it's this kind is of a, a comedy. light comedy. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to another shout-out. I'm still currently watching it because I got the Blu-ray. It's Yagate Kimi Ninaru, or Blue Man to You. Uh, th- th- this is uh, Ayuri. I'll just read the synopsis also. Let me get the synopsis. There it is. Uh, Yuko Ito t- tough love will be uh, sh- will be something amazing and magical. But when a male friend asks her to date, she feels nothing. She doesn't even know how to respond until she overhears the student council president of her new high school, Toko Nanami, turning down a similar request. With Toku's help, Yu manages to let her friend down gracefully, but then Toku confesses that she herself is starting to have feelings for you, leaving you in a quandary. Yu doesn't think that she's in love with Toku, but she does feel something. As Yu joins the student council, uh, as she and Toku becomes closer, her confusion about her feelings only continues to grow because you can't control who you love or who you fall in love with you. Uh, so, 
I've only watched a couple of episodes, but this is great so far. Uh, and another episode I've uh, talked about uh, the then ongoing series Adachi to Shimamura. Um, this is a lot like that, actually, with, which this one came uh, uh, before. Uh, it's from a light novel, and you actually get a lot of uh, narration from the character stuff, which is not something I see often in anime. But this seems to be the better uh, series, at least so far. I don't know. All these carpet muncher series you've recommended <laughs> just run together for me. Although I did promise to read some Strawberry Panic eventually. Not, not read, watch. Watch. Oh, yeah, it's true. Uh, I, I didn't tell you. I, I have the manga collection for Strawberry Panic now. So <laughs> I have the anime, light novel, and the manga collection. Yeah, I got nothing to say about this. <laughs> it, it just doesn't interest me. Yeah, you, you're, yeah. you're just not a, a Yuri fan. If you don't unless like I, Yuri... Unless I see some high-impact scissoring, I, I could care less. <laughs> This is an anti. All right, so let, let's just move on to what I dropped. Uh, I'll be going through them really fast. There's Shishin Butayaro wa Bunny Girl Senpai no Yume wo Minai. What is the English title of that already? It says, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Yes, that. Uh, all right, so I watched, I believe, one episode or two, and I fucking hated it. It it feels like it really wants to get to to be Monogatari, but uh, it was just boring Monogatari. Yeah, kinda. I actually watched all of this because I had somebody who was very adamant about it being a masterpiece. Yeah, everyone loves it, but I don't get it. It, it, it to it me, it was. It was yeah, it was like a weak monogatari. It was very boring for most of it, mm. but there's a few moments, especially one near the end, that kind of that caught me in the feels a little bit. Oh yeah, but I don't know if it's really worth it. It's really up to you. All right, so moving on to SSSS Gridman. Uh, this is actually based on a Tokusatsu show that actually aired in the U.S. I believe. Uh, oh, yeah, the SSSS is a reference to superhuman samurai cyber squad. Did you... oh, I thought, it, I thought Cy... it was a reference to double Nazis. No. <laughs> cyber search with a C. Yeah, yeah. and this one, it's, it's IS for some reason. Because uh, I... Japan. No, because it's the U.S. name, actually. A oh. U.S. adaptation oh. of Gridman the Hyper Agent. I guess they're just retarded. <laughs> well, we did have Mortal Kombat with a K. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, I, I this is another one that the people went crazy about, and I just didn't fucking get it. Uh, for me, a lot of it felt like a big nostalgia production, and I had no nostalgia for the original because I didn't fucking see it. But a lot of people t told me that they didn't see it either, and they love this, and I just don't get it. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with this uh, Super Sentai Kaiju kind of live-action Japanese entertainment. Yeah, it, me neither. It's a big hole in my knowledge. Uh, I, 
I played an Ultraman game on Super Nintendo as a kid, and mm. it kind it kind of sucked. Yeah, it but... sucked. <laughs> but yeah, nothing else to say about it. I just, I just didn't like it. Moving on oh. to, uh, did you have something there? All I know about the show is that one of the girls has a fat ass, and people keep posting her. That's it. Yeah, the the girl uh, is she? Uh, yeah, Rika. But uh, personally, I prefer Akane Shinjo, the villain. Uh, she, she she has fat tits. That's yes, fair. tits are better than asses. <laughs> I disagree, but let's move on before we start a war. <laughs> we'll shake right. hands and laugh at the foot fags. All right. Yes. Can you give me just two minutes? I have to uh, delete shit before my hard drive gets full. Because we're recording right now. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, just give me like two two seconds. Just enough. Sure. Yeah, these are pretty short seasons. Usually Mew has like 15 good shows he wants to talk about for a long time. But for these seasons... There's a lot of stuff being dropped. Yeah, I, I was I was still burnt out from Prepara, but at the same time, uh, I know that I um, I believe I I actually picked up everything I was interested in, and uh, I don't know these seasons are just we're just kind of weak. I I think calling it a lull. Uh, wouldn't be accurate anymore because I have dropped so much stuff. But at the same time, I I, I check this season like ah, I I don't know that there's just there just wasn't many many stuff that was amazing. I think. I mean, there's always good shit worth watching, but there there was just less that year. I, I kind of went through a gap in the past couple of years of watching anime. I just, for whatever reason, I dropped out of it. I just was into other shit. So I didn't watch a lot of uh, newer stuff coming out, but I picked up things here and there. Yeah, but but which year did it happen? Did it happen like uh, 2017, 2008, 2018? Yeah, like 2017, 2018. Yeah, and this is exactly where the, the lull that I'm talking about is. I don't yeah. know why, but but this is all, yeah. n- not only I got burnt out from prepare, but then I felt like the, the season were really not as strong as they used to be. Th- these were not good years for anime. I mean, we still got good stuff, but ugh. I, think I don't know. 2020 might have had some of the better stuff. Oh, yeah. 2020, years. 2020 was crazy. If, if you watch stuff in 2020, yeah. Well, we're going to do 2020 later. Yeah. All right, but so... I, oh, you're good? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm good. I just needed to delete a couple a couple of stuff because uh, we're recording, and the recordings usually takes a few gigs. All right, so let's just move on. You, you ready, Dad? Yeah. Perfect. So let's just move on to uh, a, another drop is Tonari no Kyuketsuki-san. Uh, it's it's a cute slice of life comedy about s- some girl who ends up uh, living with a vampire. It was cute, but eh. Yeah, Another... all all anime has cute characters by default. Yeah. <laughs> Another one was Anka 
ne Setsu Shoujo. This one was really fucking weird. I normally like weird shit, but tell me about this. I only watched a couple of episodes. Sora, the ritual, whatever. Alright, so Anilis tells me nothing about it. I don't want to read the synopsis, but just tell you what it's about. All right, so, so there's some girls that, that perform a ritual with some, with some fucking old radio or something, and, and then they they travel to some sort of parallel world. That sounds pretty cool. So it, it wasn't completely terrible, but uh, my my attention just wasn't there. Does the other world have monsters and magic and shit, or? Uh, no, n- n- not really. It's it, it, it's kind of like a Twilight Zone thing where it's kind of weird. It, it, it's it's a, l- but I I don't fucking remember. I think I dropped this like two or three episodes in, so I can't fucking tell you. Just nothing interesting happened. So I it, it just didn't hold my interest. So so let's just move on. All right. Uh, this one is uh, actually a spin-off of uh, Kaiji. Uh, Chukan Kan uh, Riroku Tonegawa. Uh, basically, this is about uh, the character uh, Tonegawa, uh, about his uh, corporate life and how he tries uh, to appease his crazy boss while... Um, actually properly managing his goons. This is actually good. I've heard about it. Not much. It, it, it's actually not, not bad at all, but it's um, uh, it's actually a parody of, of Kaiji. Everything you see in Kaiji happens here, but like it, it's a comedic setting. Uh, does it go into detail about the various gambling games or the Mafia shit that's going on in the background? Uh, the mafia shit, a, a little bit, but as I said, it's actually mostly a comedy about uh, Tanigawa trying to be a good... Um, a good uh, minion. A, well, a, a, a good... A, a good upper management man. That, that's it, That that's the comedy. And then you see like a, a lot of uh, what my kaiji kaiji... Uh, it's literally a parody of Kaiji. Uh, that doesn't sound like what I watch Kaiji for. Yeah. I, I mean, there there are some laughs in it, but it's not a comedy series. It, yeah, yeah, it, it kind of feels weird. like this should have been disconnected. I don't know why it's a spinoff of Kaiji. I, I mean, uh, the English title is, I believe, Mr. Tanigawa Middle Management Blues. But it's the same character. Yeah, he has the same character. Yeah, I I like Kaiji for the high stakes gambling and the psychological games. Yeah, but this, go is on. A, this is high stakes middle management and psychological middle management. Literally. This is what's going on. Nah, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I need the gambling just, part. Just sounds like the life of a Walmart manager. <laughs> so somewhat. Somewhat, actually. 
So, all right, let, let's just move on to anime of the season. So, right. num- number three, Uchi no Maid Ga Uza Sugiri. What's the English title of that already? Just, just Uza Maid. Yeah. I, I believe the, the, the full title is something like the, the maid is annoying or sort of some shit like that. So I'll just read the synopsis since it's so short. Misha is a little girl who lost her mother at an early age and now lives with her father. Um, uh, basically, she's a little shit and her, uh, she, she, the maids that they keep hiring just quit immediately because of her. But now her father employed a maid named Tsubame, who was a former self-defense force official, and she's also a lolicon. Yeah, so the dad's punishing his little brat by hiring a maid who's a yeah, former the, soldier and an open pedophile. Yeah, the, the, the dad doesn't know that, and uh, despite what... Um, the, 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 despite the description, there's actually no uh, weird shit. Go- there's actually no lolly shit going on. There was a little bit. Well, the, the real etchy is with the maid. Yeah, they yeah. don't really lewd the girl much, but it, there's some implied like pedophilic tendencies that were slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. The, but basically, the, the maid um, always tries uh, to to give uh, the little girl like mar- marriage paper and shit like this. It, it, it's actually comedy. Like, okay, there's a line in the show where the maid says, "I'm not attracted to girls after they had their period." <laughs> yes, she, she, that was weird. She she, she says that several times actually. Yeah, yeah. There's another line where she says. Quote, is there a job where I get to have a tiny young white girl wear a bunch of clothes that I made? End quote. Yeah, yeah she's she, a lolicon and a Westaboo. Yeah, and uh, she, she she got the job and uh, the little girl is like all Russian or some shit. Yeah, and this we see some of the Japanese fascination with blonde hair. Yes. But, but yeah, despite what it looks... It, it it isn't actually like the, the, there's no lewd shit with the little girl. All the all all the possible lewd shit happens just with the maid. And yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. At at some point, yeah, she, I... she, she, she she comes like um, d- dressed as a little girl, and you can see her fucking abs be- because she she she's jack as shit because uh, she was in the military. Yeah, if you have an ab fetish, this anime is for you. Oh, yeah, yeah, this part is great. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to watch it specifically because of that. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to power through the lolicon shit for the abs. Yeah, I appreciate that they don't loot the little girl, even though the maid is a clear child fucker. Despite what you make it sound like, this is actually a fun comedy. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, I'll it was su- that. It's surprisingly nice and wholesome. It's n- not gross like we're making it sound. It, it very easily could be. I don't know. I only watched one episode. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Nothing gross really happens. But this is the kind of perverted shit that drives normies away from anime. But and this is good. 
This is good. I want normies out yeah, that's of a anime. Good thing. Also, it had a really good ending song. Ah, I don't remember it. It's been a while. Just high energy females screeching. <laughs> Anyways, anything else about it? No, I might watch more. This was surprisingly enjoyable. All right, uh, so I've already torrented the rest of the season. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so moving on to I mean bought it legally, of course. <laughs> so moving on to Zombieland Saga. I'll just read the synopsis. A typical morning, the usual music, their normal lives. The piece of the seven girl uh, the seven girl experience also will suddenly be destroyed by the living dead zombies, a reality that they never wanted a, a part of. An amazing and terrifying zombie world. They all share one wish we want to live. This girl will struggle uh, through the saga in order to uh, uh, achieve a miracle. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah the, the, this synopsis is absolute garbage. It has nothing to do with anime. Who the fuck wrote this? French uh, roll, of course. As you usual. Can just sum it up with it's zombie idol girls. What more do you need? Yeah, but. Yeah, as usual, I wrote a better synopsis. Uh, go ahead. Cute girl wants to become an idol, gets hit by a truck and becomes zombie instead, and still becomes an idol. Yeah, and. There you and, go. And That's the whole first episode. Pretty much. So the, the producer uh, wants to save the Sagia prefecture. A prefecture, as far as I'm aware, it's kind of like a, a province or a state in Japan. Yeah. So th there's one called Saga, and he wants to save it. And wh wh what he did is uh, he takes seven girls from different era, and uh, well, that are dead, revives them, and now they have zombie idols. Yeah, I love that the typical asshole manager was also a necromancer. <laughs> He's, he was a fun character. I should watch more of this. Yeah, I've talked about this previously, but the the idol manager Kotaro is actually the absolute heart of the show. Uh, the, the performance by Miyano Mamu is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I initially avoided this anime because I heard it had tranny shit in it. Is it, that same? Yes. Yes, but it's like one episode. And I, I'm, I'm going to say that um, in season one, it's not 100% sure. I, I, what the character goes through could actually be um, said as the Peter Pan syndrome, maybe. Oh, I see what you mean. However, uh, by season two, uh, she has her own episode again, and then they actually have uh, the trans color, like, very obvious. Oh, so I, I, I think it yeah. actually is. However, uh, this is one episode. Yeah, I, I did enjoy the one episode I watched, but... This uh, is just one episode of the character. You, you can't, like... After that, it's no more. Yeah, I do want to see cute girls with gray skin doing cute things and s screaming their heads off at metal shows. Oh, uh, yeah. The, uh, w w what's funny is that after that, the, the, you know the two metal heads? 
uh, the dumbasses in the audience. Yeah, they're present every single episode. Okay, I need to watch this because <laughs> I like those guys. It reminded me of Detroit Metal City. Yeah, man. That, that that's the impression I got too from uh, those two. But yeah, I like that these cute girls were too metal for them. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, anything else to say about it for metal? I was just gonna say Detroit Metal City is underrated, and you should watch it. Yeah, we mention it like every uh, every two episodes or something. Yeah, I I don't mention this often. I'm a huge metal fag in real life. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When I'm looking for new music or going to shows, I always put metal as a priority. I, I like metal, but I'm more of an, uh, of an electronic fan. And uh, I like Vaporwave, Future Funk, and that shit. Yeah, I like uh, instrumental metal music. I'm not huge on the screaming part. Uh, I can recommend some stuff to you later. But uh, uh, I, I like the band Pestilence. Oh, yeah, they're pretty good. Uh, I noticed that I think it was the venue the girls were playing in was called Gales, which I think mm. is a reference to the Jay Gales band. Nice. 70s rock group. They had a JoJo character named after them, of course. Nice. N n nice catch, really. So anything else to say? No, uh, the I really like the first episode of this. I've added it to my list. Uh, I guess I uh, I really hate tranny shit. Yeah, I understand, but it's one episode. It's really one episode, and uh, that's even her, her own episode in season two doesn't actually have any of that stuff, other than maybe colors, and that's it. <sighs> As I said, um, at first, a lot of her stuff can be instead interpreted as uh, Peter Pan syndrome. However, she does fucking wear the, the colors of the flag. So I, I think there might actually be right for aunts. You, you know, because when people like claim that shit, when it it ends, it, it pisses me off a bit. But I think they're actually right in this time. But a single episode. I, I don't think it's worth drawing a show over. Yeah, I'll watch it for the metal stuff. It's piqued my interest. Perfect. Alright, but... so so uh, moving on to Goblin Slayer. Everyone knows Goblin Slayer. Do, do, do you have to explain it? I, I'll just explain yeah. it quickly. So, so you have this artist this literal fucking artist who's obsessed about Goblin, killing Goblin, just uh, his whole life revolve around fucking killing Goblins. And uh, the, the point of the show is that at, so, at some point, he, uh, he ends up um, actually having teammates. The teammates uh, 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 ends up finding him a really reliable guy. And uh, he ends up actually having normal fucking adventure that doesn't revolve around goblins. Uh, there's often goblins. It's just he goes yes. on other adventures to fight other types of creatures, which he knows a decent amount about. But he makes his priority killing goblins. Yeah. And to be fair, goblins are assholes and they need to die. 
Yeah, and this one, they're absolute assholes. So yeah, he goes on this like autistic jihad against goblins because they cucked him by running a train on his sister. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 Brimosh. Yeah, uh, I consider this like a lesser version of Berserk. It has some similar themes and a lot of rape. Yeah, but um, I remember there was like a big fucking controversy about episode one, and it wasn't even that bad. Uh, basically, the manga uh, was worse. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the manga was just a straight up porn scene. It's yeah, it's one of the few shows where I actually read the manga before watching the anime. So when I saw the anime, I was like, "Oh, that's tame compared to the fucking manga. That shit was brutal." But but even there, the the show actually gets less edgy as it goes on. Yeah, yeah the... it kind of devolves into normal fantasy shit. Yeah, the... but good, but good normal fantasy shit. It's not bad. Yeah, I still read the manga. It comes out every month. It's I... pretty good. I have the light novel, and I should start reading it soon. However, there's a movie, and there's a season two confirmed, I believe. I didn't like the CG in the anime, but I realized yeah. Goblin, Goblin Slayer's outfit is incredibly detailed. So Yes. Yeah, but that's kind of my main complaint about the show, is that he stands out in a very bad way, in that he's 3D CGI, but most everything else isn't. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty ugly. I prefer the manga. Yeah, it's kind of gross. And the manga has really good art as well. That you know that Final Fantasy Isekai Lost Lost Stranger they call it. Mm -hmm. uh, it has a character who looks just like the priestess from this, except <laughs> with bigger tits. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. Anyways, anything else about it? I should probably read the light novel sometime. It, I hope they go into autistic detail about uh, Goblin Slayer's plans for executing the slayings of the goblins. He's going to find the king of the goblins and rape him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't the perfect revenge story. <laughs> Moving on. Anime of the year 2018. Number three. Goblin Slayer. Number two. Shoujo Kageki Review Starlight. And number one. Anime of the year, uh, Soya, uh, Sora Yuri Moto Ibasho, or Antarctica Girl. Go watch our episodes about this. We have we had like three fucking old episodes about this. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I hope to do more episodes like that in the future, where we go into detail about a single series. All right. So, do do we have time for yet another uh, another season? Yeah, I can keep going. All right, so uh, winter 2019. Let's go. Let's do it. So shout out Data Live Season 3. It's more Data Live. I believe it gets even better. And that's it. Nothing else about this. I can't wait for the next season. So I'm playing the visual novel. And man, the, the visual novel, Jesus. That, 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 that's going to be a lot of visual novel. It's not one visual novel, it's three visual novel in one. Oh, so like 60 hours of content? No, probably closer to 200. Holy fuck. Jesus. I'm a slow reader too, so... Yeah, and if you do like all routes and everything, it's probably going to be 200 hours or something. 
it's gonna be ridiculous. Anyways, moving on to uh, Watashi Nitenshi Ga Mai Oritai. Uh, no, Mai Orita or Wataten, an angel flew down to me. I'll read the synopsis. A college student, Miyako Oshino, is quite shy around other people. She mostly spends her time in her room making cosplay outfit. When her fifth grade sister, Inata, brings her classmate, Anna Shirosaki, home, uh, Miyako instantly becomes uh, captivated with Anna cu- Anna's cuteness. Yes, this is another fucking uh, female lolicon, but this one is... Uh, uh, e- even less than the other one. Uh, Miyako tries to do various things, ranging from making Anna wear cosplay dresses to giving her sweets. This gives Anna a bad impression of her at first, but Miyako will do anything to grow c- closer to the angel who has descended before her. W- what happens is that uh, the main character, uh, Miyako, uh, she's actually a shy otaku, and uh, she's a uh, she's in her room all fucking day. Be- she's actually a really late table character, uh, other than the little gun shit. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna one... say Mew. Do we have to call somebody? No, <laughs> I don't do lolly shit. Uh, when Vladimir Nabokov was writing the novel Lolita in the fifties, he had no idea he would inspire <laughs> a whole nation of this shit. Yeah. But yeah, the, 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 this one it's 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 another cute comedy. Uh, if if you if you um, like if you too can actually uh, tolerate the, the the weird shit from the other show from the maid show, this one is even less worse. Yeah, I mean, I have a Discord. What's a little lighthearted grooming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, the the show isn't like that. So so let's just move on. All right. So Mao Shoujo Tokushusen Asuka. I believe I made you watch an episode of that, right? Yeah, and I'm glad you did. This is awesome. This is another one of these um, uh, uh, an anime that I'd say that is like a B movie. I don't know if it's the budget or 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 the content, or I I don't know. Or, or just like a mix of everything, but it's like a B movie, and it's just it's just perfect. Can, can you read the synopsis, Dad? Okay. When the Earth is threatened by the sudden appearance of undead creatures, a group of young women blessed with powers and big tits. <laughs> okay. From a mysterious source, rose to defeat them. Now, after three years of apparent peace, the same malevolent creatures have resurfaced. Five magical girls are once again conscripted to war as the Magical Girl Special Ops Force to defend mankind from an unholy nemesis. Or, as I wrote it, magical girls with big titties fight monsters and terrorists. Yeah, uh, have you ever talked, uh, what will happen if a magical girl were militarized? This is it. They're actually part of the fucking Japanese military. Yeah, this came off as like, what if the people who created Call of Duty also created a magical girl show? 
Oh, yeah. This is, this is just pure anime. The protagonist is a former assassin who attends public high school for no good reason. And a government agent tries to recruit her for one last mission. There's tons of action, tons of melodrama, tons of etchy. This is why I watch anime. Yeah, this is fucking awesome. I, I highly recommend it. You know, I'm going to be honest. At first, I was like, oh, this is kind of stupid. But it grew on me by the end of the episode. I was like, okay, okay, I can see the appeal. Yeah, it, like a B-movie. B-movie or fucking Yeah, it dumb, was very but... cheesy. It yeah. came off a little bit try-hard, but it kind of just added to the charm of it being like a dorky B-movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm this glad is... You understand. <laughs> it feels a lot like a 80s action movie. With extra tits. Yeah, it's like the fucking... Yeah, it's like Rambo. They have to pull her in for one more mission. <laughs> Yeah, basically, this sweat feels like, and I, I, I'm pretty sure this is another one of these where uh, the author is a is a fan of like American action movie. For, yeah, for that, sure. that de- definitely came across. I I gotta watch more of this. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, Full Metal was in the uh, episode, but uh, another one like this is Taboo Tattoo. Uh, it, it's it's another B movie like anime, and uh, for sure uh, the author just loves American action movie and it shows. So, anything else to say about it? Uh, kind of reminds me of Copcraft. Yeah, Cop Copcraft is another one that uh, that the... inspired by eighties action movies. Yeah, but Cup Cupcraft is specifically like cup movies. Yeah, like Lethal yeah. Weapon and such. Yeah, 80s and 90s cup movies were so fucking good. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Ueno-san wa Bukio. This is a short series. The story centers on Ueno, a genius inventor with inter- third grade at her junior high school. She also serves as the head of the school science club and secretly falls in love with one of its members, second grade student Tanaka. Using her eccentric invention, Rieno tries to confess her love to him indirectly, but her attempts always end in failure. So yeah, th- th- this is a, cu- a cute short about like uh, a genius girl that uh, always ends up uh, arresting the only male male member of her club because that's pretty much what happens. It's cute. It's not terrible, but it's not super great either. One of the tags on Annie list is cosmic horror. (laughs) Is is there Lovecraft shit in this? (laughs) I I don't believe so, but... um... The, uh, the the girl, uh, sh- she's like a really weird genius and that she makes really fucking impossible shit. She makes like the impossible possible and it always uh, ends up wrong. I, 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 I wouldn't say that cosmic horror is accurate. There's no fucking monster. She's the monster. I was going to say, maybe she's the Lovecraftian horror or maybe she just references his cat. I don't know. <laughs> Let, let's not go there <laughs> anyways moving on to uh, the next anime uh, Tensei Shitara Slime Dataken alright or... I'll, I'll read it alright oh, yeah the English title is that time I got reincarnated as a slime 
Yep, this is the slime guy. Lonely, 37-year-old Satoru Mikami is stuck in a dead-end job, unhappy with his mundane life, but after dying at the hands of a robber, he awakens to, to a... his friend. He awakens to a fresh start in a fantasy realm as a slime monster. As he acclimates to his goopy new existence, his exploits with the other monsters set off a chain of events that will change his new world forever. Yeah, and this one, uh, the main character is overpowered. It ends up being a slice of life. However, it's not completely not interesting. And in that um, the, the main character actually uh, managed to make up a whole town, a whole new town uh, with like working technology, etc. Uh, and then he goes to negotiate trade route and all that shit of course there's a bit of fighting but uh, it actually gets points for uh, not just being a, a boring slice of life however there is a lot of long slice of life elements i almost dropped it in the beginning of season two but at the end of season two there's something fucking major that happens yeah, uh, I've seen both seasons of this show. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, I, I, I was I was getting kind of like really bored by the beginning of season two, but then a friend uh, contacted me. Uh, he, he talked about it and was like, "Oh, oh, what's gonna happen?" And uh, I, I just I, I went and finished the season, and I was actually quite pleased by what by what happened. But finally, some action. Uh, go ahead and spoil it. I'm curious. Okay, basically, the uh, this is a isekai that's a bit too happy-go-lucky. Um, uh, uh, in season one, there's kind of like a, a, a gloomy arc about an army of orc, but it, it ends up not being very dark in the end. It, it ends up just being kind of long and boring. However, in uh, season two, uh, you have the, the church getting involved, and then people actually fucking die. He actually right. he actually gets fucking mad. There's a way to revive them, and uh, well, your main character just goes and well, I have to kill um, uh, 20k people. Yeah, he kills a bunch of people as part of a ritual to become a demon lord. <laughs> And it was Which like was like so out of left field, but I kind of loved it. Yeah, it was really out of left field because so far it was very happy go lucky. Yeah, it was yeah, it was pretty campy for the most part. There was some conflict, but it was largely just like whatever. Because you know take... he's just gonna pull. You just know he's gonna pull some shit out of his ass and win the fight. Yeah, yeah. It just takes a sudden turn for the dark. I like that. Yeah, yeah and I, then the ch yeah the church does a crusade on his town and kills like a bunch of innocent people, shit. and then he goes full autismo mode. Yeah, the, the, this was really unexpected. Like it, it went from, uh, well, as I said, happy go lucky to uh, not. This is not as dark as as you think it is. However, seeing like the corpse of main character is actually of some main characters is actually something you don't see often in this isekai. That that was like what what the hell? Yeah, that uh, sounds pretty unique. 
But yeah, this isn't bad. This isn't terrible. I, however, I ended up um, uh, dropping the diary spin-off because I really did not want that more uh, slice of life fashion again. Yeah, I ended up just not watching that because I knew I didn't really care about that part. Yeah, uh, I I would have dropped the first season if I was watching it weekly. I binged it because I, oh, yeah. it was it was already over by the time I like got into it. So, do you think I should read the manga version of this just to get through it quicker? I don't know. It's it, get, it, it, it says you like. Uh, it, it's also from a light novel, so maybe uh, you want to actually try the light novel front. And I believe the light novel is actually releasing officially. I believe. Uh, yeah, because the twist in the end of the second season sounds really promising. It uh, is. Like I've said before, sometimes uh, a spoiler reveal can get me interested in the series. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, all right, so anything else to say about it? Nah. L- let's I like move the titties. On. That's all. <laughs> yes, uh, Sh- Shion, uh, she yeah, has Shion big, has big ogre milkers. <laughs> all right, so moving on to special shout-out. There's special shout-out because... Um, uh, if a show goes uh, for more than like uh, uh, three seasons, it's uh, it becomes long running, and it's outside of the um, of of the you know seasonal ranking. So special shout out to two shows that finished at the same time, uh, Kirato Prichan, which is actually um, uh, the the not not exactly the sequel, but it's the new entry and the Pretty Rhythm series. Series, so it came after Prepare and Idle Time Prepare. So you guys watched an episode of that, right? Right. So I think I'll just read the synopsis first. All right, first-year middle school girls Mirai Momoyama and Emo Moigi are two aspiring idols who decide to use their Prichan system, a system used by famous people and companies to broadcast content. Like many girls starting their own channels and uploading content, the pair decides to become their own producers, uh, starting their own channel in an attempt to become a pre. Uh, yeah, to become Prichan idols. So uh, I actually unsaid that there was truly nothing like uh, like the 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 Sailor Moon everyday slice of life uh, stuff that was phenomenal, right? You remember that, Dad? Uh, I don't. You've covered so many different idol shows. Yeah, but 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 yeah. What I liked about Sailor Moon is the anime, and it's the everyday crazy life uh, between uh, the monster they uh, they have to um, uh, to fight. They meet a lot of people, and it's just kind of crazy. I I, I say that there was nothing like it. Actually, thinking about it, the Pretty Rhythm series in general is a lot like Sailor Moon. So you probably didn't see it from just one episode, but this gets crazier and crazier and crazier as the episode goes on. 
you get more and more crazy fucking characters and uh, it's really about their, their everyday crazy life and it's it's really fantastic so it's not so much about the singing and dancing as it is weird shit happening yeah yeah really uh, what what's great uh, is that um, like i said un, unlike some um a precure a series where they they add to uh, to, to, to do some massive setup and the episode were not uh, uh, well written uh, and this show they can just non sequitur into the songs whenever the fuck they want and that's what they're doing alright so it's a bit different from the other idol shows you... yeah it's also a bit different from Pripara because while, while this actually does have um, uh, some tournament arc uh, compared to Pripara, it actually doesn't really have a plot. So it's it's 100% about the everyday life bullshit. See, it's, it's 51 episodes. Damn, you're, you're getting me interested in this. Uh, that, that just for season one. There's three seasons. So it's about 150 episodes. <laughs> Well, I've been hooked on anime for my practically my whole life. That that's just not going to change. Yeah, but but yeah, Akira uh, Toprichan, I recommend everyone to actually give it a fucking chance because uh, in the beginning it's not very crazy. However, the more uh, characters you actually see, the crazier it gets, the more lovely it gets, and. Um, I don't, I don't even know if you, if you guys saw the, the rivals in episode one. Um, I don't remember, man. The the, the yeah, girl with either. the twin tails, uh, the redhead. Not ringing a bell, honestly. Okay, so you probably didn't see them in episode one. So you have Anna Akagi, which is basically uh, the, the most Ojo-sama character you have ever seen. She she is like rich as fuck. She she uh, she owns theme park and everything. And uh, those two are the rivals uh, for the main characters. And their song is really fucking good. So, uh, what was your opinion about it, Full Metal? Um, I thought it was okay. I really didn't have much of an opinion, honestly. Yeah, just one episode's not enough. Yeah, there wasn't enough to really do anything for me. So, uh, anything else to say about it, Dad? Nah, I'm good. Let's go on. All right, so let's go on to uh, Aiketsu Friends. This is actually the rival series to uh, Priorinim. Uh, Aiketsu came first, I believe, and they're actually both... Uh, they both have arcade uh, games based on their series where you buy cards and shit like this. Uh, Aiketsu... At least I didn't see the earlier season, but I, Aiketsu is a bit different, and that uh, it's a lot more serious. Like it takes its its premise more ser- seriously. It, it's less of a comedy. So, what what did you think from the first episode? Um, did you watch it? I uh, no, it it wasn't on your list of stuff for me to watch. Uh, I, oh, think, uh, I think you might have said it was optional. And oh, it, it okay. Looked, so you, it, looked, it looked like more idle shit, so I didn't yeah, bother. Yeah, um, yeah. The same for me. I 
saw it was optional. I was like, no more idle shit, please. All right, no, no problem. If I say this optional, it's optional. You don't have to watch it. But yeah, uh, while pre- while uh, the Pretty Rhythm series got a bit more comedic, uh, the Aiketsu series is um, a, a bit more serious. Uh, I, I really like the first season of Aiketsu Friends. Uh, you, you, you see the characters really train themselves to become a diamond friend. And the, the two main characters are... Um, uh, they're like the unlikely friends. Of course, it's a it's a common trope. They're, they're friends that are very different, but they they end up being best friends anyways. I I really recommend uh, this boat. And I I don't know what to say else to sell it. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. So uh, not watching Kimono Friends uh, two. I've already explained why in the last episode. Fuck Kimono Friends. If they don't bring the director, I don't want anything to do with the franchise. Fair. So nothing else to say about it. So now let's go with my massive fucking drop list. All right, let's go. So uh, Kaguya-sama. This is an anime that was extremely fucking popular. And I kind of hated it. I Same. really fucking hated it. I saw so, one episode of it with friends and I was like, you guys like this shit? Yeah, basically. I, I'll actually read the synopsis for this one because it was really popular. So, known for being both brilliant and powerful, Miyuki Shiragane and Kaguya Shinomiya lead the illustrious Chushin Academy as near equals. And everyone think they'd made a great couple. Pride and arrogance are in the impulse supply. So the so the only logical move is to trick the other into instigating a date. Who will come out on top of in this psychological war where the first move is the only one that matters? So so yeah, this is some sort of romantic comedy where uh, they they try to one up each other and i felt like that 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 is it's stressful and not fun it was really not fun to watch yeah it was just kind of irritating more than entertaining yeah yeah all i know about this is uh, the animation of the pink haired girl dancing it looks really smooth yeah that that was yeah. the uh, the the second ending i believe and uh, it became an instant meme because this show was really goddamn popular. Like I can't, yeah. I can't, I cannot stress this out, and I fucking hated it. I still see memes of it now. Yeah. So I have nothing else to say about it. Do you? Nope. Nah. It's all right. Moving on to uh, uh, Gotobun no Anayami. This is uh, the romantic comedy with the the five twins. Uh, personally, I just didn't care. I I really is this, tried uh, to... the quintessential quintuplets. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay, I've heard of this. I, I tried to like it, but a few characters are are like bitch and and I fucking hated it. Uh, also, surprisingly, oh, sh- sh- should I say it? No, no, this is too much of a spoiler. Do it. Okay. Spoiler alert. Yeah, do it. 
one of the best girl actually wins. Nice. Nice. It's, it's, How big it's, are her milkers? Uh, they're all big actually because they're twins. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I just can't handle this Sundari shit. Yeah, I don't, yeah, but, I don't need that in my life. Yeah, and and the the Sundari characters in this were extremely fucking irritating. Obviously, they just kind of mellows out. However, I just couldn't stand the drama. I, I just wasn't into it. I really wanted to to love it too. So, anyways, moving on to do. You know about this? It's from Tezuka. Yeah, it, I think in the '60s, Tezuka wrote a manga about in the in feudal times. Uh, there's a a Ronin who's his dad offered him as a sacrifice to demons, but he, he survives and. He, uh, he goes on a journey to regain his body parts from the various demons that stole them. It's an interesting idea, and it's been adapted multiple times over the decades. Yes, but we, we watch uh, the movie uh, during movie night. Uh, yeah, one of the live-action ones. Yeah, the detail you missed, however, is that he has a doll body. Uh, it, because his father was a doll maker or some shit like that. And his doll body is actually extremely powerful, but as he regains his body part, he actually becomes weaker. Yeah, that's very rare for a shonen series. So the the, the anime was kind of weird. Um, I, I just felt like it dragged on at some point, and the little boy character was fucking annoying. Uh, I'll call it Aniki the anime. So you have the little boy screaming, Aniki, for most of the fucking anime. It was fucking irritating. I that's, just couldn't take it anymore. That's why I kind of had to watch the English dub for <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist, because I couldn't stand him screaming Aniki every two seconds. <laughs> so yeah, I also have a friend who dropped it for the same exact fucking reason. So you don't think this is the best adaptation of the story? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not an expert, so I can't fucking tell you. I'd say this isn't terrible, but it's just that my interest just waned. Oh, we can do like 50 different episodes about various Tezuka manga. He, that guy was so good. Yes. So, anyways, moving on. Moving on. Boogie Boogie Pop Wa Wara Wanai. This is another one that I've heard talking about. Uh, is the Boogie Pop Phantom or some shit like that? Yeah, I was going to ask, is this a sequel? Uh, I don't know. I, I think this might be like a remake or some shit like that. But oh. I, wa- I watched one episode or two, and it absolutely did not hold my interest. Uh, I have not seen the original, even though it, the original's from 2000. And it seems right up my alley. I just never got around to it. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes and it seemed like fucking nonsense that went absolutely nowhere. I probably should give it like the, the three episode rule, but man, I, I just didn't care about this. Uh, well, on any list, one of the tags, it says Denpa, and I moused over that, and it said works that feature themes of social dissociation, delusions, or other strange behavior. Common subjects include suicide, bullying, social dissatisfaction, self-isolation, paranoia, and the importance of technology in our daily interactions. 
Well, yeah, the first few episodes uh, actually talked about that, I believe. But yeah, it didn't hold my attention. Maybe later on it could potentially get interesting with the psychological shit. I, I'm not sure if this is uh, the show, but I can't. I don't know anything about it, so I so I can't talk about it in detail. Uh, Full Metal, do you know anything about it? I know absolutely nothing about this. Okay, so let's just move on. So another one I dropped is Andro. Uh, this this one was a very late pickup because uh, I I saw a screenshot of it on um, the Fediverse. Uh, this is a cute slice of life show uh, about like a group of heroes, uh, and uh, the demon lord goes back in time uh, in an attempt to, um, to to stop them. And this is a cute comedy, but. Uh, it just didn't hold my interest either. So yeah, it looks on. Like, yeah, it looks like an overdose of fantasy anime cliches. Well, just, yeah, this is a comedy. Just with a focus on cute girls. Okay, so uh, next we have Kemurikusa. This is actually... You, you know the, the director who got um, uh, Tatsuki, the director who, who got fucked over uh, from Kimono Friend? Yeah. He made this. All right, and this is... What is this? I have no idea because this did not hold my interest. It's not that it was terrible, but man, I dropped many anime that season. I don't exactly remember why, but there was a reason. I just didn't have time for this, unfortunately. The science fiction action story follows girls who fight with weird entities nicknamed Mushy Bugs and survive in a world of red fog. This is actually a remake of a 2012 net animation or something like that. And um, this is probably the, the, the last thing Tatsuki will ever make, unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. Be, be, because because for, for sure we had a discussion about it in the Fezverse and uh, for sure he's gonna get shunned out of the industry. Because of oh, he got absolutely cucked. Yeah, th- th- that that fucking sucks. Yeah, which powerful Yaku Yakuza guy did he piss off? Uh, we'll probably never know. So, all right. So, moving on to pastel memories. Uh, this was kind of a cute one. It didn't hold my interest either. So, um, uh, this is Otaku Girls. Uh, the uh, they're in a cafe. Uh, I'll just read the fucking synopsis. The Otaku Girl role-playing game uh, t- uh, takes place a little bit in the future and 20XX Akihabara, which was once called the Otaku Holy Land, uh, is now in, decl- in decline after Otaku culture it- itself has declined. Uh, players take on the role of a manager of one of the few remaining otaku shop. The manager helps to raise various uh, talented otaku girls, and together players and the girls battle a virus that is infecting the world of various works, while also retrieving people's lost memories. So yeah, they actually enter uh, parodies of uh, existing anime, I believe the first one was actually Is the Order a Rabbit? 
but it, it it's a parody. It's not the work itself, so that kind of sucked, honestly. Uh, it says players, etc. I think this is actually an anime for a mobile game. Or no, wait, a manga. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. The art style kind of looks like the Dungeon Travelers games. Maybe. Because the the synopsis makes it seem like a game, and I don't get it. How much of this did you watch? A few episodes. Didn't help my interest. Yeah, it's it's a Japanese role-playing game. It's a mobile game. That's why. Yeah, the art style looks familiar. Oh, it, it it's probably a known artist that did that. So it's just an advertisement for the game or something? Yeah. Yeah, but actually, uh, mobile game anime, many has been pretty good, if you haven't seen any. Uh, the Dungeon Travelers games are pretty good dungeon crawlers, but, but I, don't know, uh, I don't know for sure if they're related to this. It's just the art looks similar. Uh, who, who's the artist for, uh, the, for, for Dungeon Traveler? Uh, let me look it up. Published by Game. Uh, illustrated by Ushio Komone. Oh, wait, that was the light novel. All right, Dungeon Traveler 2. Artist, yeah, I, I can't find like a straight uh, a straight response on Wikipedia, so we yeah, might have it, to. It's not important. Let's go on. All right, whatever. So what's next? Uh... All right, so uh, Phoenix Wright season two. I dropped this. Uh, honestly, like I say, the the anime kind of suck. Play the game. Uh, what what rocked about the anime was the um, the original side stories about uh, Phoenix uh, Phoenix Edgeworth and Larry Butts' uh, childhood. I believe this has a few other episodes of uh, uh, covering that, and they are actually pretty good. I wish the whole anime was actually original content instead of just the games, but worse. Yeah, anyone watching this has probably already played the games. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's really just... unfortunate. It's really unfortunate that this uh this sucked because I I want more video game adaptations. Well, uh, obviously, uh, every manga fag will tell you to read the manga. Every light novel fag will tell you to read the light novel, and any game fag will tell you to play the fucking game. So obviously, it's a subpar adaptation, and uh, it's just that it's kind of really mediocre, and the games are really that good instead, so I don't know. Make that as you will. Yeah, the the games are fantastic. Oh, the, the, the games are absolutely phenomenal. Even if you don't like visual novel, even if you don't like adventure game, they're really recommended. Yeah, and they got excellent English translations as well. Yeah, they 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 actually uh, the 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 strip is pretty good. 
So, anyways, moving on to anime of the season, number three, Mob Psycho 100, season two. Yeah, Mob Psycho is good shit. It's by the same guy as One Punch Man and has a kind of similar premise about an overpowered protagonist who gets into wacky situations and don't always get to use their powers the way they like. Mm. But uh, I think Mob Psycho is better written. It has more interesting characters. Yeah, it's pretty good. So it's season two, so nothing particular to say about it. It's more Mob Psycho. It's still great. Watch it. So a second anime of the... Sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, Mob Psycho is fantastic. There's no reason not to watch it. All right, so anything else to say about it? No, let's let's keep going. All right, second anime of the season, uh, Kakigurui. XX. I don't know what that fucking character is because it's not a normal X. Yeah, that's like the X they use in math for multiplication. But uh, fucking tiles. But anyway, uh, Kekiguri season two, uh, it, it delivers. It simply delivers. It's fucking fantastic. Yep, loved it. The the ending is great too, as usual. Yeah, I I need to watch this because the first episode of the first season was really good, and I love gambling shows. Oh God, w- watch it, but be sure to have some time when you uh, start it because you'll want to watch it all in in one go. Yeah, like me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So, anyways, nothing else to say about it. Anyone? Uh, is there a manga? Uh, yes, yeah. it's from a manga. But, okay, but, I, I should probably just read that. But but what's great is that, as I say, the uh, manga art, as far as I'm aware, is actually properly uh, reflected in the anime. Yeah, usually they change the art style, make it more simple and easy to animate. Yeah, but this this doesn't, as far as I'm aware. Yeah, the little bit I saw had great animation. But anyways, moving on to uh, anime of the season, uh, Yakusuku no Neverland, the premise Neverland. Th- this hurts to talk about after uh, trashing season two so hard, but uh, season one of that is golden. It's like a 10 out of 10. Yeah, when I first saw the manga, I was really impressed. But like all mystery stories, you're better off going into this one blind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's l- 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 Let's say nothing about it, but season one is fantastic. After this, read the manga. Season two is a fucking disaster. Mew has complained about the shitty second season before, but I can testify that the manga is good start to finish. So uh, did did you watch an episode of that, uh, Fulmero? Yes, I did. I, I really appreciate that they don't drag out the mystery. Like, you don't just, like, kids aren't disappearing every single episode and they drag it out for, like, 20 episodes. Like, mm. no, you see in the beginning what's going on. They yeah, straight the, up just tell you what's happening. And the kids are smart characters who act like smart people. Mm. Yeah, they're like so protégés. They, they're yeah. actually not retarded. So they figure it, they figure out what's going on pretty quickly and start formulating a plan to escape. Uh, I guess we've spoiled some of it, but... This is it's just the first su- episode. Yeah, it's yeah. such a and it's such a fantastic series. I love this. I can recommend it without reservations. Yeah, w- w- watch season one. Don't watch season two. Yeah, I was looking up 
I showed you on the Fediverse. I, I looked up on Mal, like, you know, the second season, because I heard it was bad, and I wanted to see just how bad. Apparently, uh, 5.5. Uh, yeah, Which, you know, uh, Mal has, you know, mixed review ratings. You, you take it with a grain of salt, but compared no, to the, the 8.6 the first season had, that's a big yeah. fat oof. Yeah, uh, if if you want my full complaints as to why, watch the other episode. Yeah, we covered that in detail. Y- yeah, I'm not gonna... Uh, too much spoilers for me to talk about it in this episode. Yeah, I'd like to do a full episode on this sometime. Eventually. Yeah, it's not a high priority, but I I did like this quite a lot. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely going to finish season one, but probably not season two. Yeah, uh, start the manga immediately from there. Okay. Yeah, it's it's 14th most popular of all time on any list. Yeah, and they they fucked up badly. But anyways, this is over. This is done. We've uh, we've done all three seasons. However, after this, we're going back to full uh, to full size season. Okay, so it might take a couple episodes to finish all of 2020, including the parts we already did episodes. Well, I mean, there's there was a lot in 2020. Holy shit! Oh yes, Uh, what a fucking year for anime. We still have to finish 2019. Yeah, there, there's still three seasons. So, about we have like uh, uh, just about seven seasons left. Yeah, so maybe give us two seasons, and we can watch uh, your favorite episodes from those. That sound okay? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, just come up with the list later. Yeah, yeah, as usual. So, uh, any video games or anything, do. Now, I've mostly been playing Western games, so they're not relevant to this podcast. Yeah, I, I've actually made myself a ritual station because uh, the thing is that uh, for a few years, I haven't had my, um, my, my ritual shit connected. It was like, I'm going to move out soon. I'm going to move out soon and it fucking never happened. So I, I took an old furniture that I got uh, recently I put an old CRT on it, and uh, there we go. I can fucking play my retro games again. So I've been playing my N64 lately. Nice. Uh, I never cared much about getting proper monitors, but I know some for some people it's really important. Uh, well, it's just some TV that I actually had. So I've been playing some Mischief Makers again. Have you heard of that game? Uh, yeah, it's by Treasure, isn't it? Yes. It's also the only uh, game on the 64 that is actually 60 FPS. Uh, I've never played it, but I've heard good things over the past 20 plus years. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's probably it's one of my favorite games of all times. Uh, let me pull up my ROMs folder. I probably already have a copy of it. You, you, you cannot play on controller. Uh, I mean, you cannot play this... Uh, you will probably need an N64 controller for this. Because you, it makes like extensive use of the N64 co- controller. You need the C button. Uh, what if I have a controller with six six buttons on the face? Will that yeah, work? yeah, that, that, should good. that should be good, actually. Okay, man, I still have a six-button controller I got in, in like 1999 to play I... Super Nintendo ROMs on. 
But yeah, that, that, that should be good. Ah, uh, I have to get a, an adapter to USB, but I th- I think it still works. But but yeah, th- this game is quite something. I'm actually trying to do the S ranks, and this is some this is some of the most hardcore platforming shit I've ever seen. Because to do S ranks in this uh, in this game, uh, this is not easy. the The game is evil as fuck. Uh, the cutscene time uh, that you have to skip counts and the level. Oh, uh, that's just unfair. The talking time counts. If you press start, it counts. So. Uh, I've been trying to get the S ranks for like 20 fucking years and I'm about like all done and my fucking god they're fucking hard. Yeah, it but, sounds sounds pretty rad and I've heard nothing but good things about it over the years. But yeah, I swear like this game can be finished like in 3 hours. However, if you actually try the S ranks, if you actually try to discover the gold games by yourself, you will actually see that the game is fucking brilliant. It, it does the usual treasure stuff that uh, most every level has some sort of special gimmick and it. It, it's just fucking cool. Just imagine, okay, so basically, uh, what happens in this game is that you're a robotic maid. Uh, you're in space with your professor called Prof Theo, uh, which is also a pervert. Um, uh, you previously saved Prof Theo, but then you, um, uh, you, you grab them and you launch them into like on the other side of the planet because it was trying like to grab your ass or something. Yeah, yes, it does this anime shit. It's really funny. And um so it, it just happens that Prof Theo is a prize at some sort of alien Olympics that you actually have to win. And then uh uh what happens is that it ends up that he, he gets kidnapped by someone else. So um uh th- th- there's a cat that tell you an alien cat that tells you something i don't know you uh, th- that he can help you uh, beat uh, lunar the, the 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 wolf robot and so you beat the cat at uh, dodgeball uh th- there's two ways to beat the cat Either you actually beat him fair and square, or you grab him and you uh, tr- and you basically smash his face on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yes, really. A- and then after that, uh, you get to Lunar the boss and uh, Cerberus Alpha or something. The, uh, the stage is called. Okay, so so, so then you have this uh, this wolf robot. That's on a transformer uh, motorcycle that shoots missiles at you while you're on a alien cat, and you can ride the missiles that's that's being shot at you, and you grab the missiles to um, uh, to to shoot back at the wolf, and then is is motorcycle transform into some sort of beast. Meanwhile, you 
uh, you you fight with the cybernetic wolf on the ground by grabbing him and uh, throwing him on the ground. And after that, you have uh, the third phase where he gets a, a, into his beast mecha and he shoot and uh, you have to shoot him with his own gun. Hmm. Well, yeah, I I have a ROM of it, and I probably should play it sometime. It's just what well, does that sound awesome? Yeah, it sounds pretty rad, and I like Treasures games. This is one of the best platformer of all times. You should play it. Did you play it for me at all? Fuck no, I'm a zoomer. What do you think? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you're too young for this shit. I'm like 12 years old, nigga. <laughs> but but yeah yeah I was like uh, when I started my save I was nine years old <laughs> so so yeah you probably were un- even born or something oh shit you fucking old farts <laughs> oh, don't remind me <laughs> so uh, any any Japanese games you've been playing or. Um, I haven't really been playing a lot of games recently. Uh, I I got into Near there for a little bit. Yeah, uh, that's a really good series if anyone's interested. In... Yeah, the, the the new release of uh, I believe it's a remake of uh, the, yeah. the the Japanese game of it we never got because there's actually two. Yeah, there's it's the same game, but in the West we got the version with an old man, and in the in Japan they had that they had the old man and a teenage boy. Okay. Weird. Yeah, I listened to a but, podcast that did a in-depth review of the plot and the characters. Yeah, it was called State State of the Arc podcast. I'll put a yeah, link, I, link, put a link in the show notes. Yeah, I've been watching that. You recommended that, and I've been checking that out. But I I played a near like back when it came out on the PS3, and I played Automata. I mean, if you if you like existential dread and JRPG or a- action JRPGs, then you'll love it. Yeah, I've been wanting to play Automata for ages, but uh, it's it's still expensive on Steam. Wait, uh, there's a sale going on. So I, how much is it right now? It's zero dollars on the Pirate Bay. <laughs> that that game doesn't have as much Robot Girl ass it's as I was led to believe. Lord Jesus. It has enough. Well, you can. You can it's make her outfit explode, and it just looks like she's wearing a leotard. Yeah, it's not even uh, on sale. Yeah, just pirate that shit. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty fun game, although I think it's kind of shallow gameplay, but the story is interesting. Well, I mean, it was a vast improvement from the first Nier. If you've seen footage of that, it plays like doo-doo dog shit. <laughs> So they got platinum to do the action for uh, Automata, and it was a, uh, it was leaps and bounds better. But no, I haven't been playing any Asian games lately. All right, all right. So nothing else you to say about call it. Call yourself a weeb. You disgust me. So uh, maybe, yeah. maybe not uh, next week, but maybe the week after we should. Uh, covered a new anime season that's going on it yeah. just started i just yeah. i i i just um uh, grabbed a few shows myself and we'll have to jump forward in time to the present and then go back one year yeah <laughs> finish things up but it'll be fun 
Yeah, yeah. So, all right. So, and anything else to say? Yeah, nope. subscribe to my OnlyFans for feet pics. <laughs> Are you a PR2D maiden? Yes, I'm a VTuber <laughs> now. I'm I'm launching my career. I uh, gotta have a feminine voice to go along with it. You're not you're not gonna go anywhere. Well, my character will be a futa, so it'll work out. <laughs> Ugh, get a better fetish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, come to Shit Pulster Club. Yeah, it's great. It, my username is No. You shut the fuck up, Dad. Let me just cool boy you. And full medals is yeah, Game Boy Game fourteen eighty eight. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. No. See you later. <laughs> no, it's Game Boy later. four four five six. Yes. All right. Good night. Bye. Later.